Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you can leave your Uber driver five stars, you certainly can leave Block Talk five stars too. And while you're there, hit subscribe. And as always, follow us on Twitter and visit theaterinthenow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. Welcome to Turd City Occupation Big and Milky. It's time for another recap of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 3. Today I'm joined by my special guest, Ariana Grande. I mean, Adriana Trenta. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. How did you enjoy the episode last night? I really did. And I am one of the few people that I think milk that thinks that milk deserved to go home for reasons other than just her attitude yeah it's it was a very interesting episode um i watched yet again at the west end um the viewing party hosted by vanadu with special guests nicole anoscopy and gilda wabbit where did you watch it um i watched it from trade's bedroom um no i literally woke up at like 7 p.m rolled out of bed, had enough time to brush my long, sleek hair, um, and put on an evening gown and go straight to my kitchen and watch Great. it. Great. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's always fun. Exactly. Uh, so we're just going to go through the entire episode and recap it all, and let's start with Back to the Workroom. Uh, so the girls are split on Thorgy's goodbye message. As BB says, she drew a picture. <laughs> I love how she couldn't even say the word penis. Yeah, I mean... Uh, they probably couldn't on season one. <laughs> well, probably not. Yeah. But like, I, it's funny how she ultimately gets cast later on in the episode as the shy virgin. Maybe BB is a shy virgin. Maybe she's the new kimchi. Maybe. Um, virgin was, is the new black. It was really interesting to see who was split and who was okay with the picture. I mean, Kennedy was not a fan. And Milk tries to defend Thorgy's clown actions. And this really was the setup for the entire episode. Well, I I really think that um, Kennedy actually had a point in being sort of offended by this as someone that's kind of like been in that sort of like pageanty position where sometimes the win isn't always like 100% justified. I could see where she would come sort of attacked to quote Laganja and feeling that like she was the winner but it was disputed that like the loser said that she shouldn't have won and i could see where she'd feel sort of attacked and i think that milk didn't do herself any favors by when justifying that she thinks that thorgy should have stayed instead of relying on what was already already established that thorgy kind of got a bad bad shake at like the stick of the challenge she said oh well i think just think that thorgy has a lot more exciting uh material and like looks and of course that would set off set off kennedy that's not a you know nice thing to say (laughs) no so shangela is she's becoming our narrator this season a little more Mm -hmm. Uh, she drops yet another daenerys reference Mm -hmm. um and dela reveals that she was going to chop thorgy as well after some some uh word salad yes (laughs) well that was it was really interesting i she was playing the game where she didn't want to reveal why Mm -hmm. so she threw it right over to shangela and was like well you won ten thousand dollars so you should say it first um so it was was really interesting and then milk does reveal that uh she would have eliminated kennedy and says it straight to her face why is milk such an instigator this season is it just for the show I don't think that it's just for the show. I think that she legitimately is convinced that she's a lot better than she thinks. I think, I don't know if you caught up on this, but I think that Aja said it best when she described her as Aquaria on uh, testosterone. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I really appreciate Milk and everything that she does, but I think that she is almost forgetting how the show is edited. She's been on a season six, and... Over the time, we've had the whole Fifi debacle. We've had instances where people have just kind of said things that got chopped and skewed, like Ginger Minge. And I think she almost kind of forgot that the cameras were there and really kind of forgot where she was. Yeah. And just kind of said what was on her mind without really editing. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it's a different side of her. We didn't really see this in season six. But again, like I said before, season six was dominated by so many personalities Mm -hmm. that Milk really wasn't a strong player in the confessionals Mm -hmm. compared to people like Bianca and Dela and Courtney and Adore. Like, Mm -hmm. 
Milk was the secondhand player that season. And I think she saw contestants on All Stars 2, like Tatiana, who really kind of got like a, a lot of like power from All Stars. Yeah. And I think that she was almost not working towards, but expecting that that payoff would happen because season six, she self-claimed to just kind of go in and just do her best. Yeah. And if it happened, it happened. So the next day, we begin with Trixie revealing, you get up, you walk in, you step over a dead body of a friend, and just move on. She's She's got the clips. She, she knows how to say it. <laughs> her and her laugh as well. Have you yeah. seen, like, the laughing track cut where it's, like, just only Trixie's laugh? No, I am not. That's it's terrifying. Perfect. It's That's perfect. Terrifying. Uh, Dale lays on the table like the queen that she is, and she Gigi has... Tops are, like, the top that she <laughs> is. <laughs> Um, but she has two victories under her belt, and I think that's scary. She's got the target on her back the second she falters. I don't really think that she... Well, I mean, if she falters, she's going to be safe. She's not going to be in the bottom two and then have Here's Morgan Logan. McMichaels come out and eliminate her. Um, I don't think anyone would have the balls to eliminate Ben at this point. Yeah. Because it's very short-sighted to do that. Yeah. So Rue reveals that it's the Bitchler Challenge, and it will be an improv challenge with Jeffrey Boyer Chapman... And oh, that Jeffrey. is the scariest thing ever. Not not the Jeffrey thing, but it's an improv challenge. That's terrifying. I don't think that'd be terrifying at all. Well, with this group, I was worried. Well, well, I mean, most of these people are nightclub performers who are used to talking on mic and kind of going off the cuff. Sure. Um, but yeah, it was... But playing the character was, was good. Where am I? Being a thespian. Yeah, exactly. This was yet another acting challenge. Uh, so Rue assigns the girls some date partners and a funny personality type. Kennedy is the party girl. Aja is the super needy girl. Trixie is the fake bitch. Milk is the psycho stalker. Bendela Krem is the cougar. BB is the shy virgin. Shangela and Chi-Chi are in a polyamorous duo. Which isn't Chi- a personality trait. Right. Well, Chi-Chi is into the bitchler and Shangela is more into Chi-Chi. What personality type are you? Um, I am the... Oh, God, I didn't even think of that. What would I be? I would probably be the... Uh, underage girl that got on the show for like exposure to be like a singer, but can't hold a note. <laughs> or I would be the gold digger. Okay. I'm, su- I'm surprised there was no gold digger reference. Yeah, that would. I mean, who, like, so who would you have swapped out gold digger for? One of either Chichi or Shangela. I feel like Chichi and Shangela really got the short end of the stick this time, and really got something that was almost impossible to work with because it was harder to play. You re- while all the other characters were encouraged to interact with each other and kind of play off each other, they could establish their own story and just kind of like go with the the bitchler if they wanted to. Meanwhile, Shangela and Chi-Chi were kind of chained to each other and they couldn't right. really go off of anything except for who they liked. Yeah. But they all had that dynamic regardless. Yeah. It was it was interesting. Um we'll get to the specifics of it later. But I think if I was going to take anybody's I would I I identified with Milk. I was definitely I'm definitely the psycho stalker. You're definitely the Glenn Close. Yeah. It was totally absolutely. Madam um, Butterfly plays in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um so Rue then says that the first rule of improv is yes. Wrong. Of course. The reality is it's yes and. Did Rue set these bitches up for failure? No, because they should know how to go off the cuff. But why did Rue get it wrong? She knows she's going to get read for it. Well, because when has RuPaul been a nightclub host? That's probably been a while. Since the 90s? I mean, she can barely remember any of the queens from All-Star Season 2, let alone. Did you hear that story about Tatiana? No. Tatiana, um, it was like the fourth episode where they all came back. They were in, they were doing the walk around, and apparently, <laughs> she goes to detox and has like a pearl moment where she's like, "Oh, detox! You have all this fashion, you have all these looks, you have everything," and then looked at Tatiana and just blanks on her name. Oh my god! And Tatiana just goes, "Tatiana, season two, nice. You were there. Nice to see you again." <laughs> that's funny. That's that's funny. So I don't think RuPaul really is. No, you know, I mean, listen to her podcast. She can't even remember anything. Yeah, I don't. She I don't can't think... even remember Michelle Visage's kids' names. Oh embarrassing but anyway bb starts developing her character as an african princess and it's not a great idea it really isn't it really is just her trying to stretch her accent and sort of like and sort of like quote-unquote personality or like i guess like uniqueness into every single yeah. challenge and almost I mean, shoehorn it. it it is cute to see how like vanilla she is mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know it's not really giving her 
much to work with on the show. Although it was very believable. It was, yes. Um, Aja wants to be batshit crazy and fake cry, and Kennedy knows she's about to flop, but she doesn't tell her that. And I think that's a great strategy. I think that's a perfect strategy. Because she's like, okay, she's going to do awful. I can steamroll her, and it's going to be totally okay. Um, And how long before this makes it onto merch? Rich fish, religious fish, I used to be a Christian for attention fish. Uh, Do you have this shirt already? um, I am in the middle of designing it. Um, I'm going to sell it and give 30% of the proceeds to Asha. Of course. (laughs) Asha just loves the clips. She's, She's every single season. Uh, Aja, Aja, Aja. Um, so Milk reveals that she would stalk Jeffrey and then says that she stalked her boyfriend on MySpace. Girl, MySpace? How long ago was this? Uh, well, I mean, I don't... First of all, I think that everyone has a stalker in them. Sure. I've, and, like, I think that it, she's trying to be, like, uh, like cute about it when in reality she probably just was like, oh, that's a cute guy. Let me friend request him and, like, learn his, like... Sure. Sort of. I think that she's just really kind of like trying to come across as like that cutesy nerdy, like, oh my god, I'm so random. I stalked my boyfriend. I don't mind the stalking part. Yeah. Like, if she said Instagram, fine, I believe it. Facebook, fine, let's go. Oh, but MySpace. But MySpace. Oh, girl. Well, I mean, maybe this is really long in the in the making. Maybe she met him when like she was in high school. We don't know. Maybe we don't know. But I, I want to hear. I want to find out because I don't think they've been together that long. I don't even know who that person is. She's a ballet dancer. Oh, good for her. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mark Jacobs and a ballet dancer. What's next, Milk? You're going to tell me you're on a reality TV show about drag queens? So Chi-Chi tries to improv with Shangela, and it's really painful. This is even before the challenge starts. Yeah. Um, is Chi-Chi just not a good actor? Well, I, I think that in certain roles, she's a good actress. Like, she was a good actor on her acting challenge on her season, where it was... Um, like the scripted uh, Empire Challenge, um, where she didn't really have to go off the cuff that much. I think that she's really intimidated by Shangela, and I think that she was very much like, how do I make myself funnier? And not really having sort of like the benefit of having like a quote-unquote character type that everyone else had really got to her. Yeah, Shangela tries to guide her, but it's just, it's not working. Yeah, Shangela really tried to help her. Yeah, it was, it was sad. Um... Trixie states that she doesn't want to be with Shangela on the challenge because she'll steamroll her. And she and Milk laugh about it because... Steamroll fish. It's funny because it's about to happen to you, bitch. Well, I I mean, and the funny thing is we didn't even realize that it was going to be the way that it happened. We thought it would be Trixie steamrolling Milk. Yeah. No, (laughs) ma'am. And then Milk reveals that she will cry if she's not a top. And that's no that, that says no bottom dating another bottom. The punchlines write themselves, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. It's, it's right there. So we get the Bachelor intros. Um, in case you didn't see it and it was really hard to miss, the eye in the title is an eggplant emoji. This is the theme of the episode. It was the most genius marketing ever. Yeah. Uh, so Jeffrey and Ruth start with the opening, so reminiscent of the actual show. And this whole challenge, I wish the writers of SNL watched, because this is how you do a parody. It really it, it was it, good. It really it almost harkened back to like Flavor of Love, and I wish they did a fla- I wish they made it Flavor of Love instead of like Bachelor. Right. But like at the same time, branding people, you're on VH1 now. Oh, oh, oh. they did Divas. Now they're going to do Charm School next. Could you imagine? That'd be funny. I like they need to do a dedicated like of love spoof. Yeah. I would watch it. I would watch it. Um. So Rue makes eyes at Jeffrey, and he responds. Do I have something on my face? And we all got Clap back of the millennia. So great. <laughs> uh, so BB is the first out of the limo. She kisses the ground, drops rose petals on the ground, and her 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 confessionals are good. They're funny, uh-huh. but her interaction with Jeffrey is just like awkward. It it was very one note. I think um, it would be funny for like the first like the, it was funny for the first interaction, but then once it spread out, it was just kind of like nah. Uh, Dela basically won the challenge after coming out of the limo with the blurred pussy. Um, it was so great. She's drunk. She's, her beat is a mess. The wig is fabulous. Um, she looks like pumpkin. It was so good. She, it was a transformative <laughs> performance. Um, but my favorite quote that she had was, my friends like to call me bedtime beady because I like to tuck my, a boy in, in night night. A direct quote. That's not, that's not yeah. him like blundering. Like that's actually she what is, how she said it. She is so good. 
Um, I mean, <sighs> if you haven't seen Benilla Cram live, just find her. You need to see her live because she's so smart. Purchase a plane ticket. She is yeah. worth that much money. Uh, Trixie exits on the phone and reads The Driver to Filth. Uh, her confessionals are pretty good. Um, she's shady and she's ha- hilarious. Um, and it's funny when she keeps on calling him the wrong name. Mm-hmm. I think th- I think that the problem that I had with Trixie this episode was that as someone that kind of like follows like the drag race girls and kind of like sees their material off the show, it really seemed familiar and it really seemed like jokes that I've heard her say before. Absolutely. So it, it kind of ruined the experience for me because while the judges may have not have heard these jokes before, I felt like it was watching like the same thing. Oh, over absolutely. And over. I mean, again, I'm a Trixie stan and I watched all I of the uh, episodes mm-hmm. and then I've seen all of her shows that have come through the Beachman mm-hmm. and a lot of the, the jokes that she uses on line she uses in a show like bianca it's, so it's yeah. like it's re- it's recycled humor and that's kind of okay because it's her bit it's her gimmick but yeah i, I understand it's her jish yeah <laughs> uh so milk comes out from behind the bushes binoculars and all and it's an interesting character and she very much looked like glenn close in um fatal attraction yeah it was great the look it started off okay but it just she went to turd town she really did she really did population milk. It was yeah. horrible. Like, it would make sense for, like, an, like the intro, but, like, she literally fast-forwarded uh, through Fatal Attraction to when Glenn was going ballistic. Yeah. And not to... And she didn't even watch the rest of the movie. Yeah. She doesn't even realize that, like, crazy can be multiple shades of... I don't even know how to finish that. It's just multiple shades. Yeah. Aja comes out with a stuffed dog named Woofy. She whines and moans. It's boring. It's forgettable. It's pheromone. Right. But she's she's more the stalker. Right. It almost seemed like Aja and um, Milk inadvertently switched characters. Yeah. It was, it was not the best move. Um, I mean, she'll try to defend herself later on in the episode, but it was a forgettable performance for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Kennedy comes out with huge tits and ass and teeth like you've never seen. She whips out a flask from her breast and it's everything. It really is. That is tens across the board. She really is a fantastic comedian. And it took me seeing her live at the Beachman to be like, okay, you're funny. Really? Yeah. Because she, she did a um, Christmas show as Latrice's guest. Uh-huh. And she played this like character, this old lady, and uh-huh. it was brilliant. She stole the show. She, uh, She's funny. And some people say that all Kennedy can do is high kick. It's because it's the show's limiting. Well, it, it's not entirely limiting. All the challenges that she has won have been comedy challenges. Yeah. Uh, Shangela looks horrible with the shake-and-go wig. <laughs> the Taraji P. Henson fantasy. Yeah, it was not Delusion. cute. Uh, Chi-Chi's voice and responses to Shangela are really pedestrian and bad. It, you can tell that Shangela gave her the advice to do that character just at, like, the last second. Yeah. Just to, like, kind of, like, take the pressure off her. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey asks, how is your head? And Chi-Chi's response is, you'll have to ask my wife. I think that's, I think that's clever. I think that was the clev- most, the best thing that she said all day. Uh, yes... But, I mean, as Drag Race fans, we're expecting a different answer. We are, but at the same time, like, the answer can't always be, haven't had any complaints. I mean, like, my... For this moment, it should have been. My personal answer, if I ever get asked, that would be marketable. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, so, the double dates. Michelle gets the girls ready for the dates and warns, don't talk over each other. And she has no fucking idea what's about to come. Oh, no. Uh, so first up, BB and Dela have snacks with Jeffrey. Uh, Dela pours booze into her, boo- into her booze. She deep throats a banana and then tries to feed it to him. Um, BB is lost again with her giggles. Mm-hmm. Um, as Aja says, she's just kind of there. Um, my favorite line from Dela was, have you ever taken out a catheter? She just dominated the scene. She really did, but she also didn't... She was smart in how she dominated. She didn't talk over bb she let bb have her jokes or attempt to make her jokes because what you would notice is anytime bb was talking dela took the attention by doing something silent mm-hmm. so she's she's a smart scene stealer mm-hmm. um trixie and milk have a seat with jeffrey it was really weird um trixie comes out with that weird giant beach sippy cup which mm-hmm. was cute mm-hmm. um 
my favorite line from her was, "This is your house. This is the like the prettiest refurbished like cheesecake factory mall kiosk I've ever been to." I couldn't even hear that line because it was t- it was spoken underneath milk's milkness. Yeah. It was. It, I thought it was a cute line when she did get it out there. Um, when milk started whispering into his ear, it was like, "What are you doing? It's just it's not reading." It re- it's funnier yeah. if you do a loud whisper. Like, I can see where she was attempting to go about ha- for about, like, half of this. But most of it, it was just, like, have you ever, have you ever, like, you're a drag race girl. You've had a stalker. Yeah. You know how, well, she pro- that's probably how she thinks that stalkers are 100% sure. of the time. Um, but Shangela basically calls it out. I know Trixie is playing a fake bitch, but baby, those facial expressions are real. Oh. And they were so real. It was, and I was so worried when I saw that face. I was like, "Keep it together. You let her crash and burn. You will get out like scrap free if you're able to just hold it together." And thankfully, she did. Yeah, Kennedy and Aja are next, and they give Jeffrey a massage. Aja gets very, Lucky. very, very handy. I know, right? Um, Kennedy keeps pulling out booze from places drinks shouldn't come out of. It was very funny. And props to her padding because there is that was seamless. There was no way that I could see a bottle coming out of it. Yeah, any it was hoo-ha. quite good. Um, Kennedy makes a toast. It was we're gonna make a toast to love and your nice ass. And he does have a pretty nice ass. <laughs> um, Kennedy just killed the scene. She drizzles lotion on Jeffrey's back and starts going off on a tangent about her past crackhead love. It's all brilliant. And then she takes off the wig and lifts up her dress. She's a man. It's great. It's hilarious. Uh, Literally, that is... And dare I say, it was stronger than Bela's performance. Dare I say. Okay, I can can buy that. I think that... Well, okay, so I think Kennedy stole the show with her moments, but I think Dale was overall a lot more consistent. Yeah. Um, I think that Kennedy had... Kennedy had a stronger scene partner in Aja, because Aja had some sort of moment... But at the same time, I almost got the sense that Aja and Kennedy worked a little bit more together than BB and Ben did. Sure. And they kind of just seemed to at least like be a little bit more comfortable with each other. And that's what's interesting. Like, they got critiqued as individuals, but was it a team challenge or was it more of an individual challenge? I think that it was a, it was both a team and an individual challenge. I think that um, for certain people, like Chi-Chi and Shangela, it was... 100% a team challenge, and there was no sense of individuality, which really was their hindrance. But for a lot of the characters um, that were sort of paired together, they were able to kind of play off each other just because they were friendly with each other. So I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a RuPaul moment. Okay. If this was judged as a team challenge, uh-huh. and the bottom two was determined by a team, uh-huh. who is your bottom two? Who is my bottom two? Well, it's actually funny that you say that because I was feeling my Dancing with the Stars fantasy and I like did like a out of 10 score for like a bunch of different things. And my bottom two team was, I, it's going to sound so weird saying, but I think it was Trixie and Milk for me. Okay. I can get behind that. Uh, yeah. And then Milk would probably be eliminated. Of course. Great. Of course. So in the hot tub, Shandela tries to set her, set Chi Chi up, but she just can't pick up any fucking clue. You. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really understand why she was being called Mama. Like, I th- what was that storyline? Where did that come out of? I think that it was... Uh, it might have been like a cutting room floor moment. Because I, th- I think that like th- the story that I was getting was that Shangela was like the big daddy of the relationship. Yeah. And Chi-Chi was like the little dumb... Bl- which was really kind of a poor choice because Chi-Chi was a lot more tall and a lot bigger. A lot more tall, um, and um, was more of just like the the like the bimbo of the two. Yeah. I don't know. I, ugh, it's sad to just kind of watch because you can. I cringe for it just because I could tell that they were really trying their hardest. They tried. They did try. But it was just one of those like sometimes like they weren't given anything to work with. Yeah, Shangela goes under the water many many times with her snorkel, and it's funny and it's really over the top. I liked it. Um, my favorite moment was when she came back up with the glasses and the bubbles were, like, all over it. I don't know how the hell she managed to keep calm with, like, all of her eye makeup potentially getting ruined. Right. What do you think was actually under there? What, what did what did she see down there? 
I think that she saw... I think that it literally was just, like, a bunch of foam, like, <laughs> bubbles. But, like, literally, I don't even think there was water in the tub. Probably I don't not. think there was anything. Oh, probably not. Um, I think... They were in suit pants. Yes, exactly. Chi-Chi's only redeeming moment was, you want to have my babies, said in a husky voice. <laughs> that, make, that makes me legitimately think that they tried their best and they worked as a team. Yeah. Because, I mean, like... Sure, Chi-Chi didn't pick up on all of the jokes that Shangela kept softballing to attempt to, like, get her moments, and that really spoke volumes of their camaraderie, but I really think that they tried their best, at least. I mean, like, yeah. they were given such little material to work with. Like, what would you do? I don't know. I don't know. It was a hard challenge. Yeah. Um, so, in the biggest twist of the night, the eggplant ceremony ceremony ends with Jeffrey choosing room. The lucky bitch. Who would you give your eggplant to? Jeffrey. God damn. <laughs> I, would t- I would take it out of my hoo-ha like Kennedy, and I'd be like, here you go. Let's make an eggplant salad. Um, <laughs> no, I would either give it to Jeffrey, but if we're like seeing like who, like, who actually did the best, I honestly... <laughs> I'd give it to Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. Mine mine would probably go to Dela. She was my favorite. Yeah. So I wanna discuss what was Michelle's role on this challenge? Was she just there to sit there and watch? Because she wasn't giving a direction. They weren't doing retakes. I think that that was something that kind of got left on the cutting room floor. I think that Michelle was there to sort of like like, hold their hand when they were first doing all, like, the scenes. And, like, yeah. they were like, okay, so we're going to do this now. She was basically there to deliver that one line of don't talk over right. each other. Right, and, and, and to deliver some res- facial responses. Which, I mean, it's always good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we get into paint time, and we learn that the runway is wigs on wigs on wigs. Inspired by Roxy Andrews, I thought we got rid of her. I thought we were done. She's Roxy Andrews, and she's here to make it clear. Um, no, go away. I was, when they showed like the promos or everything, I was so convinced that there was going to be a ponytail themed runway because we saw like Milk and uh, Ben's looks and I was geeked the fuck out. They're waiting for you to be on the show. They really are. They really <laughs> are. But, um, <laughs> but the promo looks were, we, when we saw all like the looks like circulating online and no one knew what the theme was. This was the most confusing, like, out, all over yes, the place runway. It was. Um, so Trixie has a great line. Milk wants a challenge inspired by her. Next week on the runway, you'll be crying because you're only safe. <laughs> so shady. It's, I, I, that's why we love Trixie, because she will speak her mind, but the way she does it is comical. Yes. And not many people have that ability to read someone through comedy. I think that the only other person that can really do that is Shangela right now. Yeah, but her she's a little more pointed when she speaks. She's a little she's not as jovial when she's making a joke. Mm-hmm. She's like she's a little mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chi Chi starts lamenting about um, getting in her head again. Has she really elevated her drag since season eight? Hot take? No, I don't I think. Agree. I don't. I think money does not elevate anything except for where you can purchase things from right at the end of the day a wig is a wig i mean i i almost wonder like there are a lot of queens who will collaborate with designers to create Mm -hmm. the perfect look Mm -hmm. i wonder if she doesn't have those resources and she just buys things that are still what she used to do but there's no one guiding her to be like okay that's what you used to do let's you have the funds let's step it up a little bit exactly so I, I hope maybe, like, some designers will reach out to be like, I'll make you something better. Yeah, and, and, on, and on top of that, her drag aesthetic is... Not aesthetic. Her drag strength is performing. She's not known for being someone that kind of just walks in New York Fashion Week. Like, we're not going to see her on, like, the Marco Marco stage, even. Right. Uh, and, and also, the money that you make doing drag shouldn't 100% go back into drag. It should finance your life. Theoretically. That's true. That's true. Hopefully that money went somewhere. Hopefully. Uh, Trixie discusses how she wants to win a challenge to prove that she can have her star moment. Because in the real world, Trixie is Beyonce, but on Drag Race, she is Latavia. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's sad because like we all were like, she wins, she's going to slay, it's going to be great. And she's like safe across the board. And this, I actually have a huge theory about why why we're all like the rumors of her like steamrolling the season i have a i have the theory about like the mole thing but like we'll talk about that later i guess because 
I have a theory that she's going to be a winner of circumstance, not a winner that's it's possible. quote unquote deserved. With some of the rumors floating, it's very, very possible. Um, so the discussion of the bottom three, which is foreshadowing for actual bottom three, mm-hmm. um, Ben and Milk say that it's Aja, Bibi, and Chi Chi, mm-hmm. and then Shangela throws out Milk's name. Say it again. Mm-hmm. Milk is not. Milk isn't having it, and it's crazy that she just doesn't see it. Well, I think that it's like if you're in that position of being on a TV show and knowing that cert- that other people will at one point come out to get you, quote unquote. A lot of the time, people either like overly tell themselves that they need to tune everything out and they kind of and like you've seen on like big brother even when people kind of just go uh, like i need to just focus on myself and then they don't see the writing on the wall and on the floor and on the ceiling milk says the idea of being on top is so exciting same milk i agree with you (laughs) same um kennedy discusses her relationship with milk and she's a she's a little butthurt because she was called out by milk despite their working relationship as professionals um what what do you think about that i think that kennedy is completely validated in that i think that she it was a personal attack thorge she or milk could have very easily just said that thorge deserved to stay because she was given a raw deal on this she could have left at that and not even brought her personal opinions on anyone's drag into it and I can definitely see why Kennedy felt the way that she did. And I, yeah. and I think that it's a human emotion and that she definitely deserves to feel and that she way. does start to question, like, the validity of Milk's relationship. And it's like, is that, has, was that a true relationship or was that all fake? Well, they're not, like, I, I don't see them on Instagram posing with each right. other going out to the bars. They work together. Right, like, they've been on tour a little bit, but I don't, like, again, they, they're probably work friends. Yeah. And you're not. If you don't always have to like your work friends, exactly. So I I, I want to like analyze the workroom for a second. Mm-hmm. How big is it? Like like spatially? Yeah. Because uh, how did Milk not hear any of this conversation? Oh, like against like the mirrors. Well, I have a theory that she was probably getting dressed when that was happening. Maybe. Yeah, like, I'll go with that one. Yeah. Because that was like really shady. If they're all lined up. And talking shit like that. Well, I mean, like, at the same time, like, uh, Aja and Candy were very clearly on the far left side, and Milk was on the very far right side. In season nine, we had some issues with, like... People overhearing everything. Yeah, so I made... Let's go with the theory she was out of the room. Yeah. Um, Cigarette break. Yeah. So we are going to go through the runway. Mm -hmm. Um, And for this week, we're going to play a game called Were You Wigged Out? Was I wigged out? So we'll go through each person. Getting and wiggy with, with it? Yeah, getting wiggy with it. We start with um, Michelle Visage's realness with Ben de la Creme. The reveal into the long ponytail is pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, the, dress, the dress reveal was amazing. Uh-huh. I was wigged out. I loved it. Okay, I, it's, I was wigged out by the dress. I was not wigged out by the wig reveal. I, like... As a ponytail affectionado, um, I am not particularly in like I'm not particularly enthralled by that sort of like tomato sauce can that's like on the head that has a really that, that's basically that's what it looks like with that giant ass knot that uh, Bendela had, where it kind of just like makes it look like it's just like a column erupting from your head. Um, I also didn't particularly like the dress if that makes any sense like i liked the mechanic of the dress being revealed but the hair didn't match the the hair that was on her skirt and the the color was kind of off i think for her though it was she was the only one to really step out of the box with the challenge of course hair and hair and hair Mm -hmm. um so i think and again she like yeah she does her vintage 60s look Mm -hmm. and the hair did match that Mm -hmm. um but the silhouette and the dress and everything oh the silhouette the silhouette was perfect and that and that's what i think she stepped out and i think that's what they all everyone appreciated but if it was all black and she looked like one of those car wash (laughs) that would be the gag yeah i just don't know if it would have read with the Mm -hmm. colors well yeah i mean but then then the question arises why didn't she do a different color hair perhaps she could have done blonde. Why did she? Why did she stick a, a giant can of tomato paste underneath it to stack that wig? I don't know. Next up was BB. I loved her look initially. Like uh-huh. I thought it was gr- a great look. Uh huh. For this challenge, mm-hmm. everything about the reveals, basic and boring. I'm... She literally unwrapped balls from her head. Well, well, 
her talking head actually, or the, or there was a cut in the middle of it. So we never actually saw where the hair was stored, but supposedly it was wrapped around. I really am so happy that BB did this just because I, I was kind of wigged out by it just because BB was very almost like typecast at this point for how much she shoehorned in her African heritage. Right. That it, I was like, oh God, are we going to see this every single time that she walks out on stage? But I was very happy to see that she stepped outside of her box and did something else. Yeah, I thought it was a beautiful look until she took off the caftan and there was, and the, I thought that the reveal yeah, the kind re- of, it, it fit a little odd. She didn't need the second reveal. I don't know if it was like mandatory that everyone had to have like multiple reveals. No, um, it was just, it was just a good idea to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think she, if you stayed with the initial look, it would have been fine for her. And I think that the ponytail was very intricate and I loved it. I mean, it is, it is kind of a cop out to sort of, tie it up and just kind of like unwind it but at the same time it was very intricately tied it looked i didn't realize that it was going to be coming undone i thought it was very gorgeous i wasn't wigged out you were Mm -hmm. all right well agree to disagree yeah next up was trixie mattel giving lady bunny realness um i loved her quote i'm lady bunny in palm springs passed out on a deck chair getting a sunburn and then boom oh my god it's tatiana same parts dennis the menace fantasy i loved everything about this Okay. I just loved it. Okay, you're going to throw me out. I hated this. Okay, go for it. Okay. Why did you hate it? And it's for the exact same reason why I was not really feeling her, um, her bitch filler. It literally is something that I've seen anywhere that she's performed. I feel okay, like I've okay. seen her in this wig at least five times already. The and big one. Both of them, even. Okay. Both of them. And I feel like I've seen her, like, with, like, the vintage sunglasses, like, rose-colored sunglasses, and, like, with, like, the florally ugly jumpsuit slash, like, skirt slash whatever. I feel like I've seen her do that. Like, I can't even count how many times I've seen her do it. And it's just almost getting lazy. Or is it branding? It's no, it's not. Her branding on her season originally was was a Barbie doll. Sure, but that and was now she's and, and now she's, she's a evolved. flower child. She's evolved. I don't see the evolution of Barbie to flower child, but also at the same time, that wig reveal was probably the easiest to pull off imaginable. She literally stacked a like a oh, yeah. a giant thick mound of hair on a wig cap, basically. Uh, literally on a wig cap, yeah. like that. There was no sort of technical excellence about it, which, like, for a challenge like this, that was the star. I agree. I think overall, this runway was very underwhelming for what they, I think, wanted it to be. No, I don't. I do not think that at all. I think that certain people did that, but I think that certain other contestants knocked it out of the park. All right, all right. Next up was Milk with her attempt at Lady Bunny, and it was not cute. <laughs> it was not cute at all. Um, the dresses didn't fit her body. I think that the dress fit her body. I think that the issue was that she has really skinny legs. Right. And it just it doesn't look weird. like she had. Well, the problem that I had with it was that the three different sort of hair pieces that she had, where it was like the little um, sort of bob, the giant sort of like clown afro, and the ponytail were all different shades. That's what threw me off. I think that it was a clever sort of like wig reveal. And like, yeah. I think, and like in Milk's sort of realm of things, it made sense. It was Milk. And it, and it was very, like, dare I say, mod, even? Mm-hmm. With, like, just, I, I mean, like, I'm no fashion aficionado. I'm very leotard in, like, a 5, 6, 7, 8. But <laughs> I think that it was it was a look. I mean, like, I think that there are some edits that could be done. But I think that I was, I mean, like, it was I, okay. For me, I was like, okay, she's about to pull the, the ponytail out. And it went, like, two inches. Like, that was... Oh, you thought it was going to be, like, like a yeah, bend a little, like, to be, the floor. Yeah. I was, we were all expecting so much more. It was, like... I'm surprised no one did a Rapunzel runway. It was, yeah, it was a, it was a little cock tease. I was, milk, you fucked it up. Well, I mean, hey. Next up was Aja. And now Aja. Listen, she looked sickening. Hands down. Best like, look. Best shoot look. of the week. She... Ugh. If Raven doesn't shoot this or make her the uh, top two of the week... I'm done with that show. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Raja is too. She hasn't been on the show for weeks. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Can we like, start the rumor that they broke up? Can we Can we start that one? I, I don't know. where I tried like looking for an answer on this. I don't know where the fuck she went. I don't know. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a Raven fan, so. Yeah. Well, 
Although you, know, uh, Juju and I became friends when she was in town. Oh yeah, yeah. She she's a good she's a good Juju D of mine. Sorry, I tried that joke. That didn't work. <laughs> um, um. Anyway, she looks sickening. Uh, the blow up anime look was lit. The yellow hair was eh. I wish she just went straight into. Oh, the middle wig. Yeah, the middle wig. It just again with her, and then when we get to Kennedy next, the middle wig for both of them just was off a little bit. It well, was he- not clean. Well, here's what Aja did that was very smart. With the yellow wig. Yes, the yellow wig kind of got a little disheveled when she took off the giant plastic hair, which was genius. So good. Always use a different medium in a challenge like this. Um, I'm surprised there wasn't any of those foam wigs that like everyone used to have in like 2013. Yeah. Or the one that Cynthia has. Have you seen hers? Oh, the... The, uh, the cutout. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that Aja uh, really chose that wig. Be- well, actually, no, she didn't choose that wig because I heard that the lavender ponytails, she literally made the night before in the hotel room. When they she- looked great. Because she thought that she was going to be in the bottom two. They looked great. So she was like, I need to really like step this up. And it was the perfect wig to pair it with because you couldn't tell that there was something underneath it. And that is what was the smart thing about this runway because this really showed how technically savvy Aja is with that type of thing. I remember when I danced with her at Miss Industry, uh, and fun fact, I am actually featured now on an episode of Drag Race because they used the clip of her performing at Miss Industry, and oh, I'm in the background. Yeah. I'm literally the flash of white in the background. <laughs> um, and I remember she wore this like bob-length like uh, Miranda Priestling hair, and then literally just bent over, took off the wig, and there was this, like, Naomi Small's length, like, share hair that just flipped up out of nowhere. Aja is the is one of the queens of wig reveals, and I think that this was one of the most technically difficult mm-hmm. wig reveals on the runway today, and top two of the week, absolutely. Yeah. I love the pink, the purple pigtails, and I'm ass- we're all assuming that they filmed the confessionals during filming, mm-hmm. and uh, because that was her actual boy hair, because mm-hmm. um, you saw it on the sides because it wasn't perfect. <laughs> um, but I, I really thought she looked great, and I'm glad she's finally glowing up the way she is. I mean, hello. I was always rooting for Aja, even during her season when she was get, when she was getting ripped apart online. And I mean, I'm so proud. I'm so incredibly proud. I knew her before she got on Drag Race, not long before she got on Drag Race, but I knew her before. And I am so incredibly proud of her that she was able to bring out this look for All Stars. Yeah. Next up was Kennedy. The the Outfit was definitely Kennedy. That's exactly what we're going to expect from her. Mm-hmm. Um, the, again, for me, the first wig reveal was bland. It just happened. It didn't sit right on her. But the second wheel wig reveal was so good. Yes, because this hair, it looks like it goes so naturally with the dress. Yeah. But I'm... Uh... I still love the first hair with... Oh, I hated the first hair. Really? I hate, okay. I th- the thing that I think that was so bad about it was just that it was so lazy. Because anyone that's worn sort of like an afro knows that there really isn't much science behind like sort of like holding on your head. It's actually usually pretty loose. Because nine times out of ten, you get it from Party City. but um, Or Ricky's if you're in New York. But um, I really think that there it, it, it sat low on her. It really just looked like something that was just kind of like shellacked on top. With, like, another sort of, like, loose wig that was on top of a really tight wig. Yeah. And it was, like, the Trixie thing, where I was just, like, there wasn't much, there wasn't sort of much to this wig reveal. She took it off, took it off, and it was, but I was surely wigged out, a little bit. The dress was pretty. If this wasn't a wig reveal runway and she just walked out wearing this, this would be definitely a change. Absolutely. But I'm a little more on the fence about this one. Chi-Chi. I loved her look from start to finish. I was obsessed with it. I liked the pattern for her. I liked the cutout because it was different. Uh-huh. This is finally the first time we've seen something different out of Chi-Chi uh-huh. Normally we're used to seeing her in leotards. Right. I was... Okay, so the it was a little misleading because when we saw the clip of her in sitting down and not really seeing what the bottom of the dress was, I was for sure convinced this was either going to be like shorts, a leotard, palazzo pants, something other than a gown. Now... I didn't really particularly like the pattern, um, and I kind of think that it was a little, I think it was almost a little misfit for her, just because I feel like she couldn't walk in it. 
And I feel like the cutouts sure. could have been like a little bigger and like there's just like very small nitpicky things. Or maybe she just really was like, this is a gown that I paid a lot of money for, so I'm going to walk as slow yeah. as fucking possible in it. Um, again, I think the wig reveal was a little lazy. Um, and I think that it was beautiful, slicked back hair. But it's one of those things where it's like you couldn't even see the hair because like there wasn't like she didn't do anything that was like causing her to like turn around and be like this right. is my hair. So you would like at the end you wish she did like one little turn. Of course, I wish that she would have like even like made like the dress backless so that way she could show off her back and her hair. Yeah, not her back hair though. No, no, no. Um, next up is I, I don't know maybe we'll be decisive on this one. Shangela, dressing as corn. I hated it. Okay. I uh, Well, tell me why you hated it. Well, first off, she didn't say that this was an homage to her season two corn moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a fail on you. Um, I just... It was... Campy. No, she did. She said it in her confessional. No, she said it was for her home. No, she said uh, Shangela's always going to be associated with corn. Yeah, because cause of where she's from. That's what oh, she's okay. Not, I mean, she didn't outright say it, but I... Um, she is campy, but this is this just didn't work for me. I think that the problem with Shangela is that she sort of has that similar mentality to Chi Chi, where she thinks that money buys taste, and that she kind of just goes for like the most expensive looking, th- like the most like like extravagant purchase that she can possibly make. Like when she walked out in a fucking like Zorb thing from like well, yeah, the hamster I mean, ball. Everyone's heard my opinion on that shit. Um, but I like the wig reveal was just so much. The popcorn in the neon green was disgusting. Now here's the thing. I can see what she was going for with having the micro braid wig. It almost looked like, like the little wispies when you like shuck a corn, like she shucked herself. But it was the wrong color then. It was the wrong color. Exactly. And that's why it threw it all off. And, And that's why I, I don't think she's as smart as she is able to purchase things. Yeah. And I think that she very much like had an idea but didn't think it all the way through. If it was like a like a platinum wig, it would have been perfect. Right. I was also not at the same time, out. But also at the same time, why was the dress brown? I don't know. I don't know. I I think this was a she just did it on her own. She didn't really have collaborators. She said, do this for me, and that's... The no, I think, that, I think it was the exact opposite. I think that it was that she had a gown that fit, and she said, this is my grandiose idea. Here's a lot of money. Make it happen. I'll pick it up in three weeks. Maybe. And like, li- and literally the person just didn't care enough to like make it all cohesive. Yeah. I was not wigged out. I hated it. I mean, I think that it was very much a creative idea. I don't think that there was anything technical behind the wig review. Execution was off. Yeah, execution was off. Idea was okay. I'd give it probably like a 7 out of 10 on wigging out, le- wigging out level. Yeah. All right, so judges critique. First, we learn that Shangela and BB are safe, and our mole theory is continuing through. Oh, my God. So you know about this. Of course. Okay. Of course. Um, I BB, this is weird. Not not happy about it. Although I do think that she gave like a a, a reasonably across the board safe performance. I think that her Here, runway wasn't the worst, and the runway wasn't. Here's my hot take, though. Uh huh. BB's in the bottom, not Aja, because the runway saved Aja. No, you know what? I think Trixie should have been in the bottom three, and Aja should have wow. been in the top three. Okay. okay. Because I think that Trixie really let herself down with her runway, and Aja really redeemed herself with her runway. But BB. Being safe? I think that BB and Shangela were perfectly safe. I think that BB was the worst out of her pair with Ben, but I think that overall Ben and her uh, delivered a performance that was actually very strong. And it was strong enough where it was like BB was stronger than some of the best people in bad pairs. You yeah. know what I mean? So we started off with Dela. Um, they love the wig skirt reveal um, because it was shocking. Um, if Shangela was corn, Dela was onion because she gave layers. She had layers. <laughs> um, she gave a layered cut. Yeah. She, mm-hmm. is, she knows how to act and she's shining in this competition. Yeah. And I think Michelle's waiting for her to fall and she's not falling. It's very funny that they left that line in. If yeah. you, if you follow the spoilers. Of course. Of course. But we're oh, not, we're not going to do those spoilers right now. We're not going to do those spoilers? No. Okay. Um, Trixie, um... Reveals that Lady Bunny can become Naomi Smalls. I didn't even see Naomi Smalls in that. The wig? 
Oh, okay. the wig. Okay, the wig, yeah, it harkens back to her, um, her, whatchamacallit, her scarecrow look. But if you're gonna do Naomi Smalls, don't wear a fucking, like, flowery, flouncy, sure. like, dress. Wear a leotard that well, literally... Well, she's talking up- more about the hair. You're going from Lady Bunny to Naomi Smalls. That was a cop-out answer that you can tell she says at a nightclub. Sure. That all the gays just react to because it's Trixie Mattel talking. I do not think that that was at all a good runway from her. Um, so the judges praised her character for basically being Paris Hilton. They loved her character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Trixie did reveal that she was advised not to talk over. Mm-hmm. And she kind of slightly threw milk under the bus. Slightly. She threw that cart in literally in the middle of the street and hoped that three cars would hit it. But she was very subtle about it. She wasn't, like, saying her by name. I mean, it's not very... You're not in a group of, like, three or four people. You're literally in a bear challenge. I guess, I guess what I was hoping for, like, if Milk was really pissed, mm-hmm. you would have had the interjection from her. But she didn't do it. Milk was next, and they commented about her being a Chrissy doll. Mm-hmm. Um, but Michelle Klaas, the cup holder, mm-hmm. wasn't a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Milk is actually psycho. She's actually insane. She just doesn't realize that she gave a one-note performance. It's really quite sad. It's Because you can tell that she's just so used to being told that she's so amazing. Yeah. It's like the Justin Timberlake thing of drag. Yeah. Poor Justin Timberlake. Not poor Justin Timberlake. He deserves every single piece of shit that he's getting. So Aja, it is true. It is the best Aja look we've gotten. Uh, Street Fighter Couture, that's pushing a little bit, but fine, go for it. Anything that Jeffrey says, I'm 100% involved <laughs> with. So by all means, Jeffrey, call her a street fighter. Um, Aja tries to defend her character um, about being needy and spoiled, being the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to say that she was being pheromone, meets Kim Kardashian, meets Crazy Girlfriend. It just didn't read that way. It just wasn't right. I think that she didn't really necessarily defend herself. I think that she explained and then took ownership of the fact that she was sure. wrong. I think that was a very gracious thing of her to do, and it definitely came across well. Yeah. Which I think me, I think that that alone really ma- uh, makes a good case for why I think she should have been top three. All right. Okay. I think I or at the very least safe. All right. And I think Trixie should have been the bottom three. Well, it's interesting. Why do we have a bottom three? Well, because I think that it's... When they did the paired challenge last time, it was the top three were the top three people in the... Or, like, the top one in each pair, and then, like, the bottom three were the bottom one in each pair. I think that, to an extent, that was the case. And then they just picked, like, the two people that were, like, the most middle of the road off of it. Um, I think that we're getting to the point where, like... Because, like, on All Stars 2, they didn't want to have to, like, you know, critique a million people, probably. So they were like, okay, like let's just you know do two and two, and then they're like, okay, we can actually do three and three. Let's do three and three. All right, I'll go with that theory. I, I don't think I don't think that it's like a heavy-handed production thing because like the person that went home was the person that we expected to go home. Sure. So Kennedy, they loved her look, and we do find out that she is a comedy queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's just it is forgotten sometimes that she did win the snatch game in her season. And that she won the spoof challenge. Although Jane Deere Fierce got robbed in that. Yes, she did. Yeah. Um, Chi-Chi, they all loved her look, but they read her performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Jeffrey said, if you're going to be a bottom, at least be a power bottom. Speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> and then Chi-Chi turns on the waterworks. And I don't know. I like. I know it was genuine, but it was also kind of desperate. I think, no, I don't think it was desperate because I think that when, like, when they go back to the workroom, she says, make the right decision. I think that she fully knew that she was going home. And I think that she, it wasn't even like as, as an act to save herself. I think that she really just let it get to her. And I think that it really did get to her. Yeah. Uh, so in the deliberation point, uh, Trixie thinks she was a top and reads milk for crying for being safe again. But mm-hmm. just this time says it right next to her, which is kind of funny. Um, no, no this, at that point she was getting the uh, talk with Bendela, where she said, uh, the judges want me. Right? No, no, Trixie's saying that she was a top. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Um, Dela is called out for winning everything again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Milk says that she thought her and Trixie had an amazing back and forth. She's delusional. I hope she watches the episode and realizes how bad it was, and I hope she doesn't blame editing, because that's not editing. I think that what she confused, for, I think she confused her sort of like conflict for back and forth and not for banter that had give and take. Yeah. I think that's what she thought she was doing, but sadly I, not. And I, we got it revealed that BB didn't watch All Stars 2. 
Shooting Mother was bottom three last year. The gag of the season. That's like the new meme. That's yeah. the gag of the season. Well, the real gag of the season is Kennedy decided not to have individual meetings. I don't think that's the gag of the season. Well, she knew exactly who she was shopping. Tatiana did too on her season. Well, I mean, just so far in the, the way that the season's been going. I think that I think that anyone in that room could tell exactly who she was going to pick. I don't even think it would... Like, if you were going to have, like, like um, uh, meetings kind of beat around the bush, I think that's more insulting. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I know I'm going to pick. Aja and Dela's meeting is meaningless, so we move straight into Chi-Chi giving nosedive to Turd City. I loved it. It was that was my favorite moment. That was the best. Um, Chi-Chi tries to plead to Dela, and it's not working. And then Trixie finally does she plead? She does. She does plead a little bit. Eh. Um, and then Milk is pleading to Dela, and it's really pathetic. And here's the quote. The judges actually want me to continue in this competition. The other queens respect me, and they want me to be here. It's so cringeworthy. Literally insert the Trixie laugh in there, because that is the most asinine comment I've ever heard in about... How many seasons are we on? 11, technically? 11. 11? Ugh. 12, I can't count. Ugh. I have a degree in theater, I don't know. Um, and then we move to Miley's favorite part of every episode of All Stars... When they play with balloon animals. It was just stupid. I thought that was the best one, though, actually. Every guest I've had on here has loved these parts. I don't like them. Well, no, I think that I think that they were a lot more clever this time with all the stuff they gave them. Like, I see where Constance was like, I, I have lips and I have lips. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for Constance Zimmer because I've seen her, like, do, like, things like that as herself. Uh-huh. She's a great actress. Uh-huh. But, like, I went to Match Game and she was, like, she's tries to do comedy and she's not she doesn't read because she's so stone-faced well i think that i think that she was kind of like letting loose and having a little bit of fun i thought that i thought that it was hysterical um i i have not seen a week one this week this season um but my hands down favorite is still vanessa versus pork chop yeah all right so we move into the lip sync and the song we get is green light by lord never heard it Really? Never heard it. It took me till the chorus to be like, okay, I know this song. Never heard it. Um, all right, interesting. I don't even like Lord. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna make some Bob. enemies. To quote Bob, <laughs> Kennedy's hair for me was life. I love which one, the Janet Jackson hair or the wig underneath it? No, the Janet Jackson hair. The big. Oh. I love the big hair. She should have worn that for Janet. It was so good. Uh huh. Um, I also like Dela's dress, the lip dress. I hated it. Really? Okay. okay I think okay. that she's worn that pattern way too often. Yeah, all right. That's fair. Dela decides not to camp it up this time. And I get it, because this really isn't a song that you can You camp can't. Um, I don't know what the fuck the song is saying. Yeah, it's Lord. You don't know us. Um, <laughs> Kennedy does a really lame dress reveal. I don't know why she like wanted to surprise us. Oh, no, no, no. I thought that that was exactly the tempo that the song required. But, it, but what was underneath... Oh, oh, the dress underneath it was lame. It was, yeah. Ah, uh, I think that it was one of those, like, she saw the shiniest thing in the store and said, put that on my dress. The top was shiny, but the bottom wasn't. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it was, no. it was, we've seen her better. I guess this was, like, the B-list of things that she brought. You know what this was? This was the first night evening gown category yeah. pageant that she just had the dress that was like, I have my expensive one that's in the wings. This is just kind of like the, the you know, the, the walk-around yeah. look. I kind of wish Dela changed hair oh yeah that hair did not because what happened when she did do the, the grunge yeah or the ring the ring it it ruined the non-campiness of the number if she was going campy then that would have maybe helped her out uh-huh. but i think it was a disservice to herself to wear the long ponytail if the fact that they didn't do hair by lady gaga let alone true. first of all for the sunrise true true um and it's not like they couldn't get the rights to her music because she's a friend of the show yeah um yeah, it was, it, I was bummed about that. Uh-huh. And also, I just, like, maybe it was a tempo, whatever. I wasn't wowed by Kennedy's wig reveal. I think that it, like, that song alone was just a terrible song to perform. I don't think that, I, I wasn't even listening to what the words were. I didn't even. I, it was a very underwhelming lip sync. It literally was just me watching Kennedy and just feeling things. Yeah. Um, I re- Kennedy does win. I will agree with that. And I do think it was simply because she had gimmicks. I don't think it's because she had gimmicks. I think it's because she literally was an actress. I think that Ben 
can't be. Se- I think Ben was too serious and like quaking almost with okay. it. Right. I don't like. I I re- like. I felt uncomfortable watching her be serious. You know. So without hesitation, Kennedy eliminates Milk. Um, you watched it at home, so you didn't like. Unless it was you, just you. Yeah. But where I was, it was collective cheers mm-hmm. for the elimination. Mm-hmm. Um, Trixie was shocked. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she was shocked. Me neither. Um, and Milk was sour immediately. Mm-hmm. And Chi Chi knew she was saved yet again. Mm-hmm. And then Milk was really, really lame in her exit. She was like really, really sour. Apparently, she was actually like breaking down, crying. Just outside, like, the thing where like, they go down the stairs, mm-hmm. and everyone could hear it. Oh, of course. That would be great. Um, so, before we get to the line, um, Chad and Alaska, if you notice in the back, we're doing the Macarena, and it was so funny. Did you know that song was actually about cheating on your girlfriend? Or che- a girlfriend, or a girl cheating on her boyfriend? I did not know that. Yeah, because it's in Spanish and everything, so no one knows what the actual words are. But that I learned, I was like, this is... Now I'm suddenly, like, a newfound... Like approval of the Macarena. Does that mean you're going to do Macarena in your performances now? Of course. Every single time I do a jump split, it's Macarena, uh, cross for good luck, and then jump split. Of course. Great. So, Wagon Wheel Watusi. Is this a clue? According to Entertainment Weekly, they theorize that this share line from Burlesque may be the clue to how an eliminated queen returns by replacing a current queen. What's your thought? I think that Entertainment Weekly is like grasping at straws. Grasping at straws, and they're trying to like kind of like go with like the gay culture and like what's something that we all like. Ooh, we like bad movies with Sharon Christina Aguilera in it. Let's sort of pick at straws. You could really tell that the gay intern in in Entertainment Weekly was rolling their eyes when this was published. So then, why did Rue say Wagon Wheel Watusi? Well, I'll ask you this: Why did Rue say in the first episode? Prove what you, that you have what it takes, and the last thing you'll hear me say is you are the winner. I don't know. Or is she just throwing things out to throw everyone off? No, I think that I think that those messages are always imma- immaculately written, and they never give away more than what they're supposed to give away, and they're never edited to give more than what they're supposed to give. That definitely is something... I mean, did, did, did it rhyme with anything or anything in that no. sentence? So, yeah, I really have no idea what that was about, Um but the Entertainment Weekly theory is not my theory as to what happens. I mean, I can buy it. If, the, if, if that is the case, uh, cool. It's an interesting twist on how it could go down. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll find out soon. Wait a minute. Wagami Watuzi. That's a share thing. Chad was right behind her, apparently. Yeah. Are we sure that that's not what it was about? What? Chad's going to replace? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, Chad. Chad's coming <laughs> to the competition again. No, that like Chad and Alaska were behind her and about, and about to get her with some know. dance moves. We'll see. All right, we're going to end with some burning questions. Uh-huh. What will Milk's legacy be post-All-Stars? I'm, I'm really sad to say, but I think that she's going to get sort of like the raw deal with it. I think she's going to be remembered for all of her delusion. Yeah. I, I feel bad for her because she was so beloved before going on All-Stars, and it really did taint her image. It, it, the Milk was tainted. I think that um, it really sort of is like almost ironic that it happened in the year that like all of these like men that we thought were all great turned out to be not great people it, it's even happening to milk where it's like she like it's almost like the white gay man all of a sudden like becoming like viewed as a racist and all those yeah. stuff even though milk didn't do any of that but it's like and again like she wasn't the villain of season six because it was darian lake Gia Gunn, when, when Milk was still on, was the villain, I think. Yeah, but, like, she wasn't the prime villain that she is this season. Yeah. So maybe it's always been in her, and we just never watched it. Well, apparently on um, her original season, her and Gia almost got into, like, a fist fight and had to be separated well, with the band. I can't see Gia sometimes, but... Oh, yeah, it was, like, it was like the episode where um, Milk and her got into a fight, like, at, like, the Tony Challenge. Interesting. Yeah. Next question, uh-huh. and it's fitting that it's this episode. Mm-hmm. Is Chi Chi Devane officially the Roxy Andrews of the season? No, I don't think so. I think that she's going to go home very soon. I think that she's not going to outstay her welcome. I think that she got the raw end of the deal on a lot of things, especially with the um, talent show and with the uh, acting challenge today. 
I don't think that she... And also with the Patti LaBelle thing. She didn't do bad. She's just... Well, well speaking of, out. it's time for the Snatch Game next week. With this being another acting challenge, third one in a row, who do you think will shine? And is this now the time for Chi-Chi Devane to go home? It's definitely the time for Chi-Chi to go home. And I really think that there's it's inescapable. Unless she wins the Snatch Game. Now, what'll be interesting, we all know that Bendela is fantastic and should be the winner. Mm-hmm. But we have never seen Trixie Mattel do a Snatch Game. We haven't, and I'm very worried for her. Oh, interesting. I mean, my theory of her doing Dolly is clearly out the window. Mm-hmm. She already did her Dolly, so I don't know who she's going to do. I mean, well, I, I mean, I hope, I wish it would be Katya. I know it's not going to be. That would but, be a circle. But it would be great, and everything, and the fans would live. Watch, um, watch her do Uncle Fester from Adam's Family. That'd be great. <laughs> but I think this will be... Her challenge to and everlasting shine love. <laughs> if it's going, if she's going to win something, this has to be the challenge. She needs to dethrone Bandola uh, Creme. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that we are going to get a very different take of Snatch Game. I think that it's going to be um, Shangela or. Aja, ironically enough, I think are gonna be going to be the ones to watch out for in Snatch Game. Aja better fucking do, do better than she did last time because that was painful. Well, yeah, but you, you know she was supposed to do Crystal Abeja for the first time, right? So I don't know who she was doing this time, but I really the way that I something in my bones is telling me Trixie is not going to do well this next episode. I hope that's not the case. I love my Trixie, but we'll find out soon. This is the end of the episode, but where can everyone listening find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Craigslist, Christian Mingle, Judate, um, all under Adriana Trenta. That's like Ariana Grande, but I didn't want to get sued. Uh, A-D-R-I-A-N-A Trenta, T-R-E-N-T-A. I actually had to write that out. <laughs> this was so much fun. Thanks for doing it. Thank you for having me. Thanks to Adriana for joining me. Got a project to plug? Come on down. We'd love to chat. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Micah Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.